Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another shitty podcast, episode six, quarantine edition. Uh, Nick and Trent go live every Thursday at noon Pacific Standard Time on Instagram Live at, at Trent Bruce or at Sleepy Nikki G. Another shitty podcast. We've got some last dance coming up, folks. The finale. It's going to be a good one. Co-host Trent Bruce. Beautiful blonde hair. It's good to see that crazy beard and scalp. I've not seen it in a week. Dude, I decided uh, decided no hat today. Just going to let everyone see what I got. Look at this one curl, dude. What the hell? That's the Wolverine. Wolverine, dude. I'm Hugh Jackman, dude. I'm buff. Crushing it. <laughs> Crushing it. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Welcome to... Uh, your own podcast. <laughs> Thanks, man. Happy to be at my own podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm on a coffee cup number two. I need some caffeine this morning. Nice. You know what I did this morning instead of coffee? It was way stronger. Was I just went to the sink and threw some cold water on my face. I forgot that oh. that's almost as effective. <laughs> almost. Straight to the veins. Straight to the veins. Just cold water on your face um have you gotten to the point where most coffee does nothing for you yes in fact i've gotten to the point where i think on days that i drink coffee i get tired i, I have to take a nap in the middle of the day more tired yeah it's hilarious in fact like i was telling a friend of mine recently i was like i don't know if i'm like so noy. if i have like a cold and like i'm just tired every once in a while or as if it's just like i'm drinking too much coffee and i get zapped and i think it's the coffee yeah. What the fuck is up? Colin Pierman on here. Holy shit. My Missouri brethren. Dude. Anselm. Becca. Oh my god, all these people are on here right now. I'm loving seeing some Missouri fam up in here. I'm loving seeing some um, actual Midwest fam up in here. Because you guys Dude, gotta... are not actual Midwest. But what's up? Okay. What's up, Missouri? Are, are we gonna are we gonna have that are you gonna put me on blast right now? I don't think we can I don't think we can go there completely. Because we could talk an hour I know. about if the if the Missouri's the Midwest or not. We got a lot of stuff to get into, such as the last dance. Oh man. What's up with uh, our week? The weather. All no what's up, Patricia? All non basketball fans will be happy to know that the last dance finale was uh <laughs> was uh last weekend, yep. so Maybe we'll talk about something else besides Michael Jordan. Well, I mean, we'll, it's still our podcast, so we'll talk about Michael Jordan probably every time. There's not much else to talk about. I think I was, I was telling another friend recently, I go, for me personally, it goes God, family, Michael Jordan, and then everybody else. <laughs> black, and then Black Jesus. Yeah, everybody else just has to be comfortable being below that. 
You just got to, yeah. if you're going to be in my life, you got to be comfortable with being below that. Missouri is definitely not the Midwest. Um, oh, man. Yes, it is. No, it's Thank not. you, everybody. It is a part of the breadbasket or, or of America. What? You don't even know what it's, you're saying. It's a Plains state. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not Great Plains. The only people that think that Missouri is a Midwestern state are people from Missouri. Everyone else around the country knows that you're not. How the fuck is Michigan in the Midwest? Because Michigan is on the Eastern time zone, and it's way the fuck. It's way the fuck east. Because and north. When yeah, Midwest. Because when they named it the Midwest, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna when win. When they this named one. it the Midwest, the United States wasn't as far west as it is right now. That's why. That's your because. That's your because. I think last time we argued this, I said Midwest is more of like a mentality too. Like, what do you think? You think I'm from the South? Is that what you think? You're closer to the South than we are, and you're definitely you're closer touching, to the South. You're definitely you're closer touching to, the Canadian border. You're closer to the South than you are the Midwest. Last I checked, the Mason-Dixon line ran above your state. Look at all this. Look, everyone's which, arguing against which you, bro. Literally makes you're you a Southern win. state. You're not going to win, dude. Midwest. So he considers, this person considers Kansas and Nebraska all in the Midwest? I would say too. Oh my god! You guys are insane. The Midwest is Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, yeah, Illinois, and Wisconsin. That's the Midwest. Iowa is not the the Midwest. Iowa's not the Midwest. Missouri's not the Midwest. Your friend is a goon. Kansas is the Midwest. Kansas is in the middle of the country, and Missouri is too. Exactly. That makes you a plain state. That puts you in the middle of the country. You, every state that you just said is either the east or the north. You're literally touching Canada. Or you could. There we go. Missouri was a slave state. Yeah. It was half. It was half. There, how can you be? How can you be Midwest? This is starting to piss me off and really aggravate me. We got a show to get to. <laughs> you didn't have your coffee, that's why, Nick. You didn't have mm-hmm. your. You're drinking some mystery liquid over there. Yeah. Water and vitamins. <laughs> well, this got out of hand. Anywho, great to see you, dude. Good to see you, man. We we we're both from uh, states that start with M I. There you go. There, yeah. That's that's a we fact. Can com- we can compromise. We can agree on compromise that. Compromise on that. <laughs> oh, you would be happy to know uh, I'm drinking oat milk with my coffee. I wouldn't be happy to know that. That shit sucks. I know. Why are you doing that? The lady wants what the lady gets. And the lady wants oat milk. I think the phrase is the opposite of that. It's the lady gets, the lady gets what the lady, the lady wants. wants. Hey, this oat milk's getting to my head, bro. <laughs> it's not that bad. I, I think almond milk's better, but it's not that bad. Yeah. It just tastes... I don't know. It just tastes bad. I don't really have a more of a descriptor than that. It tastes bad. Maybe it's the price. Nothing that's that yeah. overpriced can taste good. Speaking of... Hmm. Smooth transition. Let's get into this show, dude. Okay. Um, what's up with your week? Oh. What's, what's up, up with, with your, your week? week? 
What's up up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your freaky freaky Oh man, we're getting better at it. Every week. We suck. We're getting worse. (laughs) Nope, every week. Small improvements. They're just imperceivable. Um... Anselm roasted me. Um, dude, what's going on with your knee? You got a lot of stuff going on, Nicholas. I got a lot of stuff going on. I did Joshua Tree last week, and that's where we did our show live from. And it was really cool. Didn't do much, but it was fantastic in that I just read, wrote, and stared at the stars. My biggest takeaway from the whole thing was now I know where the North Star is, because I never could figure that out. I wasn't a nerds McGirds in, in Boy Scouts. Because in the Midwest, we learn on the fly. In the woods, oh, like real men. Oh, God. No, but now I know where, now I know where Pol- Polaris is. So, uh, it's... Uh, God damn it. This is really starting to piss me off. It's so, <laughs> this is a lie. Everything that these... Whatever this book is that Colin's looking at is probably some, mi- some Missouri propaganda... Geography you almost said book. Midwest. You almost said Midwest. It's so dumb. Anyway, yeah. now I know where the North Star is, and I cannot get lost. No, What's up, Brandon? And I'm pumped about What's that. So, Jeff, um, dude. So, how was it to see some lights, some natural stars besides like city lights? That was awesome. I haven't seen actual stars, like a whole sky of stars since um probably since i was in texas in october or something oh man it's that's the biggest bummer dude it's like there's a lot of great things about living in a big city um a lot and i mean and the weather's phenomenal out here dude there's not a lot of grass or nature and there's definitely no stars Mm. um Second biggest takeaway from the trip is that Airbnbs are still functioning. You just have to lie and say that you are a doctor or a nurse. That's what I was asking you about, about traveling. Because if you go to Airbnb's website and you go to different hotels' website, they all have disclaimers of, like, COVID-19 shit. Yeah. You have to... Because weren't you saying you have to either rent for months at a time or... Airbnb put out a statement about this saying... They're only taking, depending on the area, like for instance Palm Springs, said sixty days or more, or short or short term rentals, um, are only for essential healthcare workers. Yeah. So if you were to want an Airbnb, and I'm told <laughs> that Airbnbs, as a whole, are less expensive than they usually are because nobody's really renting right now, you would just state that you are a, a doctor or a nurse or a healthcare professional. In fact, they, the host of the Airbnb will probably reach out to you and tell you to just say that because they want to make their money too. Yeah. So that's what we did. We just pretended we were nurses. If someone were to ask who we were and what we were doing there, but also nobody gives a fuck, so nobody's going to ask you. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, I think I was talking to you about this, Nick, about how you know some people that are doing um, like nail salon stuff um, and like barbershop stuff like 
yeah. underground. Yeah. Literally underground. <laughs> yeah. I think there's like some barber was like, they're not letting me operate out of my business, but I am at the front door outside on the sidewalk. Come on, come by and get a, a haircut. Yeah. Yes. Wait, did you get a haircut? Me? No. Yeah. No. Okay. That's part of the whole lockdown is I'm not going to shave, uh, shave or get my haircut. Just diet. Yeah. Just diet. I still dig it, man. It still looks good. Thanks, Doc. You don't have to get in my pants, though. Settle down. Oh. Um, also, plane tickets to Texas are more expensive than they've ever been, which is really How is upsetting. that possible? I don't know. I don't know if it's because they're basically wide open. They're, they're like open for business, and so maybe people are trying to get there, or if it's maybe because air, airlines aren't supposed to fill up as much as usual, so they're supposed to leave an empty seat, so maybe they're moving jacking prices up so they can get the same amount of money in on a flight. Not really sure. Um, but yeah, Texas is more expensive than it's ever been, which sucks because my parents and my uncle are in Texas right now to Damn. potentially help my brother move into what may potentially be his new house. So I'm. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, I'm missing out on that, which is kind of a bummer. Um, what else? Shout out to Bandit Industries from Remus, Michigan, Midwest State, because they <laughs> make wood chippers and their wood chippers go all over the country. And our family business, Elma Tire Service, puts all of the tires on all of their equipment. And I was out for a run the other day through the hills and I saw one of their machines and it always, I get a little like kind of nostalgic or choked up or whatever when I see those because I'm like my my fucking family put the tires on that machine and here it is in California they service all their all their vehicles yeah every tire that's wow. on any bandit and bandit does mainly um, heavy duty machinery that's about that's logging related so they'll do wood chippers or they'll do like stump uh, grinders and all sorts of stuff, but we put all. Is the, that all company the out of Michigan too? Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. that's cool. They're nationwide, and uh, it's it's cool to see them every once in a while. And I always get excited, take a picture, send it home. So that was cool. The last dance awesome. ended, and um, super emotional last five Sundays for all of us. Yep. The. Like, I think it's not... I, anybody that knows me knows that it was super important to me. Michael Jordan, like I said, number three on the most important things. Super important to me. So when this ended, a bunch of um, my coworkers got me a box of Cuban cigars. So now I've just got a box of Cuban cigars to celebrate the end of it. So... That's amazing, dude. Shout out to my coworkers for that. And then shout out to my homie, Noah Nelson, because I got to talk to him for the first time in like two years. And Chicago native... And oh, wow. um, really good dude. Really, really, really good dude. Um, yeah, that's what's up in my week. What's Trent, up, Shane? What's going on in your week? What's going on with my week, buddy? Um, yeah, I put on there the last dance as well. was one of my notes. Um, the next thing we have to look for, we're going to talk about that more in the basketball uh, segment. But uh, the next ESPN content I'm excited about is this summer they are putting out a 30 for 30 about the uh, Maguire Sosa 1998 home run run. Uh, 
I'm fucking excited about that because uh, neither of them really talk because of all the controversy around it, obviously, um, avoiding, uh, in- involving steroids. Mm-hmm. But Alleged, uh, right? That, Still? I mean, <laughs> you look at McGuire entering the league as an o- Oakland athletic, and he's... You know, half the weight. He's may, he, he's maybe a, a a buck eighty soaking wet, buck buck seventy, and then you look at him in uh, in St. Louis for the Cardinals, and he was like fucking hulked up. I, yeah, not a legend. I will. I say, mean, they did go to court. I will say, he's a redhead, and everybody knows that gingers have ginger magic, so maybe he just mm-hmm. made himself stronger. Yeah, maybe he did that. Um, he's still one of my favorites, just the as a child. Uh, is that steroids? Yeah, right? <laughs> this thing is getting gnarly, dude. Uh, I'm really excited about that one. Uh, yeah, I saw the, the Lonely Island one. That was cool. McGuire still hit 50. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had a crazy rookie season. And so Mark McGuire is a very talented... Uh, hitter and a power hitter, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's still just, coaching, isn't he? You still, you still got to be able to hit the fucking ball, whether or not you're juiced up or not, right? Um, so that's coming up. Driss, uh, have you watched uh, the Netflix series Dead to Me, Nick? I saw the first couple episodes of the first season. So season two came out, um, and Steph hasn't seen season one, so we started. Uh, rewatching it to get her caught up, and I remember it being pretty dark. I forgot how funny Dead to Me is too, and then I also forgot Will Ferrell and Adam McKay are the exact producers on it. And I think it oh. might have been. I think that it was their last project together because they they uh, decided to break up. Their what do they hate? Creative team. They hate each other now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, that sucks because I like both of them a lot. Or is and I like their work. Adam McKay just moved on no. to doing serious films. Oscar winning it's, it's a dark comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oscar winning films. Um, it's um, worth the watch, though, dude. Wait, I thought Give that it, they were... Um, aren't Adam McKay and Will Ferrell co-producing the Lakers show for HBO? I don't know. Oh. Uh... <laughs> 15 minutes ago. No, seriously, what is this pod about? Um, Nothing. This podcast is called Another Shitty Podcast. Um, This is a question. Uh, This podcast is called Another Shitty Podcast, so it could be about whatever the fuck we want it to be. Yeah. But we always talk basketball, wrestling, hip-hop, and uh, for the past two months, Michael Jordan. So that's what the fuck it's about. Yeah. (laughs) And if you don't like that... Fine. See you later. <laughs> Fine. Um, That's the whole part of the show. Buy... Is like, if uh, if anybody thinks it's shitty, what the fuck else did you expect it to be? Yeah. Shane said, "Are you gonna buy a mechanical mask when it comes out? What is that? Mechanical mask? I don't know. Wait, are there gonna be like more intense face masks right now, like robotic shit? I don't want that. What's up, Robert?" Aliens on here too. Um, what else is going on in my week? That's pretty much it, dude. Um, pretty chill week. Eating some bomb food. The lady cooked a, a phenomenal steak last night. Oh, opens up when no. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna uh, buy that mask. No, 
That's not it. See, that's a good Midwest meal, Nick. Steak and potatoes. That's a good Midwest meal. Wait, what about steak and potatoes? Who said something about steak and potatoes? I, I had that last night. Oh, you it did? Was phenomenal. Yeah, and that's a great Midwest meal. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's like exotic cuisine for you. <laughs> for me, yeah. Fuck you. Uh, fuck you and fuck Missouri. <laughs> All of you. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna going like, on. as soon as this is over, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna pull up all the fucking articles I can, and I'm just gonna, oh god, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Wow. Wow. So, Someone, uh, woke up on the wrong side of bed. We're gonna send it on over, I should've done coffee instead of water to the face. Might have to switch back to coffee. After today. Pretty aggressive. Well, yeah, fuck you, Nick. Yep. <laughs> well, now we're gonna send it outside to Trent Bruce for this week's weather report, so he can tell us about the weather report this week with Trent Bruce. Oh, sorry, Nick. There's a delay. I'm out here in the field with this weather report. Um, Dude, it's been breezy, baby. It's been real breezy. That's the weather report, dude. Thank you for that fantastic weather report, Trent Bruce. Dude, before we get into um, our little uh, updates, okay. we would like to shout out another shitty podcast. We'd like to shout out um, wonderful friends of the pod. Mark Sipka and Austin Boyce. Um, this weekend was the original weekend for them to tie the knot um, because of the fucking quarantine and the virus and all this shit. Um, they've decided to postpone their wedding. Um, but much love to Mark and Austin. Um, they, they're going to set a later date when all this shit is somewhat back to normal. And uh, But we just wanted to shout out to them. Love you guys. And... Um, Hope you do something fun this weekend to celebrate. Anywho, and uh, yeah, you got anything, Nicholas? No. Um, I think you stated that perfectly. Awesome. Well, we don't have anything for hip hop, do we? No, not really. So uh, should I play a song anyway? The... <laughs> uh, sure. All right. Oh, I got something. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good part. Alright, Nicholas. Boom. This week in hip-hop, the soundtrack for The Last Dance is fucking incredible, isn't it? <laughs> I love how you can tie the last dance into anything. Dude, yeah, if you guys go on Spotify, they curated a uh, playlist just called The Last Dance. And it's all the music featured on the documentary series. Because it's fucking phenomenal. Or dude. if you go on Apple Music because it's a superior streaming service, they also did the same thing. 
I mean, I, I'm not going to... I just used Spotify when it came out, so I stuck with it, you know? Um, Luda vs. Nelly, we talked about that already, didn't we? We, I, we did, but it, it happened this past weekend. Oh, okay. I, I tuned into some of it. It was pretty strange, but it was kind of cool. It was nostalgic, uh, but they were just in their respective homes, and uh, uh, they were you know, smoking and drinking, and yeah, Nelly's internet kept going out. Was it um, like a rap battle, or what was it? So it's it was shot like this is, <laughs> just they had their phones. Look at us, we and, got the technology that the stars have. We're just like blaring their own music in their house. Um, That's it. And they were just trading songs back and forth, and Nelly was like showing showing off all his like records, like gold records and awards and stuff. It was pretty weird. Um, but hey, uh, it was like show and tell. What, what else are you gonna do right now? Right? What else are you gonna do? anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was this week in hip-hop all right and now we're gonna send it over to the wrestling desk because trent bruce is gonna tell us about this week in wrestling as he's typing in on youtube a song he needs good to go this is this week in wrestling This week in wrestling, that was a well. That was a, brought to you by Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Have you ever heard his theme song? That was his theme song. No, it's called No Chance in Hell. Yeah, uh, man, it's phenomenal. Man. Oh yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, that, so I'll keep it. Yeah, um, we got yeah, plenty of time though. Um. So, first of all, on a somber note, um, I'm sure everyone's heard the news that's been going around. Um, former WWE superstar uh, Shad Gaspard uh, was found at Venice Beach. Um, he was swimming with his 10-year-old son, got ripped under the current. Uh, lifeguards were out there, and I don't know the nitty-gritty details, but basically, um, he told him, you know, if you can save anyone, save my son, and they, they grabbed his kid out of the water, and then uh, they couldn't grab him, and the, and the current kept ripping him under, and then a few days later, uh, they found found his body. Uh, I just like to pay respects. Um, I didn't know him all that well, but I have a bunch of wrestling buddies that actually did know him, um, not just as a fan, but like as a person. Um, my buddy, uh, Alex Puccinelli, was friends with him and posted a big long thing about it and how because uh, Alex just had a kid and they were talking about like fatherhood and what that meant to them and so just want to pay my respects to him and you know rest in peace man and, and prayers go out to his family thoughts go out to his family um, just crazy man this whole year is just keeps getting crazier um, anywho uh, some last dance uh, last dance correlated wrestling information is that Dennis Rodman, 
aka Rodzilla, during the 1998 finals, decided in between games, right, to go to WCW, World Championship Wrestling, and join the NWO during the NBA finals. <laughs> Crazy. I did not remember that as I had a kid. no idea. I knew he it wrestled during... as a kid, but yeah. So crazy, dude. And Carl Malone too, man. He fought. He eventually fought Carl Malone. Yeah, that was afterwards. And listening to so the crazy. listening to Game Six, like or watching Game Six, like we did yesterday, which was wow, that was beautiful. But hearing, um, uh, who was it? Costas. Yeah. Bob Costas saying to Carl, saying about Carl Malone that how how unfortunate that he would stoop to the level. Of Dennis Rodman and go wrestle in a trash production in the summer. So ridiculous. And, uh, I mean, they were, I guess they were kind of shooting on them because uh, wasn't the NBA Finals on NBC and the wrestling was on TNT. Oh. So oh. That might have something to do with it, too. Okay. Ratings. Um, oh, no, you're frozen, Nicholas. Can you see me? Oh, shit. We're losing Nick. We got you. Oh, there you go. Great. Back on. Uh, oh, that's else? interesting about NBC and TNT. Yeah. Uh, other things with wrestling is uh, all elite wrestling. AEW's uh, big pay per view is coming up this Saturday. Double or nothing um, in Las Vegas. Uh, I attended the first ones uh, with Robert, Shane, and Jolie. Um, it was awesome. I'm excited to watch this Saturday. Um, there was a lot of WWE talent that have been released lately. Who knows who's going to show up as a AEW wrestler? And surprise everybody! Um, but it's like one of their big events. Um, I think I mentioned last week they're going to have a match, uh, five on five, uh, on the Jaguars football field. Uh, so they're going to have a match on the football field. That would be pretty crazy. Um, and last but not least, um, Dark Side of the Ring on Vice for people that are wrestling fans, even nostalgic wrestling fans, or do you just like good storytelling and, and good kind of, uh, not crime reenactment, but, uh, there's elements of that. Anyways, docuseries called Dark Side of the Ring. Um, the last one aired on Tuesday on Vice. And uh, shout out to Jason Eisner, who's the director, and the team over there. Um, I think it's a phenomenal series. The Owen Hart episode was the finale. Um, do you know the Owen Hart story, Nick? No. They tried to do a uh, basically like a zip line entrance for him. Oh, he fell and died, didn't he? Yeah, Kansas City, Missouri. Um, Not a Midwestern Midwest. state. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the story was about that. And uh, they had his, his wife on there and his kids. Um, it was pretty intense, but it, it's very well done. It's cool to see uh, production happening um, about the wrestling industry that is like top-notch quality um, in terms of video and storytelling and the way that they edit and put together. It's very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, a lot of wrestling content's been um, bad or cheesy or produced by WWE so they leave some details out obviously Mm -hmm. Uh, but Dark Side of the Ring on Vice is fucking good you guys should give it a watch Um, 
yeah, there's some crazy stories on there. Yeah, what was the other but, the other story we talked about? Dark Side of the Ring was the guy who, the 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 fella who probably killed his girlfriend, in the hotel. Oh, Jimmy Snuka, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was another crazy story. Um, they they had an episode two about um, uh, was it Doctor Doctor David uh, David what was the name shit. Um, do you remember in the no? Do you remember in the nineties, Nick, um, the wrestler that that slapped John uh, Stossel on twenty twenty? No. Um, Who's John Stossel? Is that the twenty twenty guy? He was a guy that did um, some journalist, yeah. some nerd. Oh, David Schultz. That's right, David Schultz. Okay. So thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah, David Schultz, they, um, John Stossel wanted to do, this is like in the, the heyday of wrestling in the 90s, um, and also around the same time that Vince McMahon decided to um, brand and market his company as entertainment and sports entertainment, because um, what was happening is different sports commissions were trying to... Uh, proceed over them similar to like a UFC Nick and Vince eventually had to let the cat out of the bag and get you know this is all because there are some people still back in the day thought it was a um, legitimate uh, combat sport oh, or like well that was part of the whole taxes thing right yeah and so the Stossel thing happened and he David Schultz slapped him on air like for real because he was like, hey, what, this this stuff is all fake. This is all rigged. And then the guy's like, oh, you think this is fake? And he slapped him twice. Um, pretty hard, too. Because <laughs> uh, he was kayfabe. He was keeping it kayfabe. I have a feeling um, it also so might be because he was on steroids. I mean, <laughs> David Schultz is kind of a nutso. But um, I don't blame the guy. Um, at the height of that era... Uh, I'm sure a bunch of guys in the back were happy that he did do that. But you probably shouldn't assault a person in real life like that. It's probably not a good, good move. It's not a good look to just assault people. Uh, yeah, man. I'll, I'll send you that link. It's pretty funny. Still. <laughs> Please do. Uh, dude, should we get over to... Um, I know what, what you're uh, chomping at the bit about. Yeah? Yep. We're going we're gonna to send it to Nick Grace with this week in basketball in The Last Dance. There we go. There you go, baby. Maybe the best song of all time. How It Doesn't Have an Emmy is Beyond Me, and it's another uh, just complete, uh, what would it be, a black mark on the Emmy Society, just like the Oscars have a black mark on Michael Jordan not winning Best Actor in Space Jam for Best Movie. You mean a, uh, you mean a Grammy? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Fucking stupid stuff. <laughs> Grammys. Emmys, Missouri, Oscars, dude. they're all Missouri. awards. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Fuck you! God! Alright, so, first of all, this series 
deserves an Emmy, an actual Emmy. He really does deserve an Emmy. Um, I don't know the rules behind Oscar uh, documentary things, but it fucking should get one of those if it's available as well. It's the best documentary I've ever seen. Yeah, I think it only technically will qualify for the Emmys because it is... Because it's on ESPN? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they can work it work it where they... Um, I just don't know if they, it counts they, as a... They combine it into like a, like a movie type, but I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it has to be for an Emmy. Okay. Um, I, knew that I mean, either way, this is going to clean up awards. Yeah, without a doubt. It's incredible. It's the only... It's 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 beautiful thing to see that... Um, oh, you see uh, Shane? Yeah, so but see, they, they changed that this year because of COVID. Oh. So I don't know. Um, good point. But it's the... it's Fuck, it's a good documentary. So many people I've introduced it to or I've heard other people talk about it and they're just... They don't know very much about basketball or Michael Jordan and they're just like, oh my God, it's freaking... Uh, this is the best thing. It's the best thing. So, before we That's get into so the... Crazy. What's up? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I just think it's crazy that... That was such a huge part of my childhood that people... It's it's weird when people are like, oh, I don't know anything about it. Oh, that I mean, it, maybe it blows maybe. my mind that people are like, I don't know very much about Michael Jordan or basketball, because it is yeah. a major part of our lives. But that's the age we were at. So before we get into the last dance, I got to get some bullshit news out of the way. So the NBA won't proceed until a new CBA is in order. Um, and what a CBA is, is a collective bargaining agreement. And they've already kind of figured out where they're going to put the NBA if it does start again. I still maintain that it will not start again because there's just way too much shit to try to handle in way too little time. I really yeah. think they need to cancel it and just get ready and make sure they're on the right track to start their next year on time. But yeah. the collective bargaining agreement needs to be restructured in within a, pretty much a week to see how these players are going to get paid, how these franchises are going to get paid, and everybody needs to agree on it and sign on it before anything even happens. And I really kind of don't think that's going to happen. That's such a tall task. That's yeah. such a tall task. Because also it only matters for a couple weeks. It's so it's like I, I commend the NBA and I commend Adam Silver for trying to do this but it just doesn't seem to be worth it. I think you need to take the loss, like everybody is taking in every industry, um, and just get ready for the next year. So Yeah, I mean, I think, I think what they can do at this point is maybe, I mean, they need, their creative team has to be working like around the clock, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. But like, perhaps in like each individual team could do like live stream practices or like game strategies or like, yeah, um, uh, you know, in their own practice facilities. But like the idea of having any major sports come back, um, like I was talking about baseball the other day to someone, and it's like, dude, you know, all the people on the coaching staff for like pretty much every fucking baseball team old is like 50, 60, 70 years old. Yeah. Um, 
so they're like, oh, you get the the team back together. That's great. But like, think of all the personnel that comes up, the trainers, the coaches, um, front office people. Um, I mean, dude, it's the and then like they're talking like bubble leagues, and just like having, uh, or having like teams like Major League Baseball, like a lot of teams play out in Arizona, mm-hmm. and so everyone just goes to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see how that's possible either. Nick, we got Nick frozen. Frozen Nick. Oh no. What do you guys think though? I don't think Major League Sports are going to come back anytime soon, sadly enough. Nick, you're frozen. Ah, shit. Well, he'll pop back on. Yeah, guys, what do you think about basketball coming back? I don't think it's going to... Baseball, I don't think we're going to see any baseball this year, unfortunately. And then, um, <laughs> dude, uh, Dana White coming back with Fight Island. I know, my hair is crazy, dude. No, Tyler, Perry's opening... No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Johnny Bravo. Whoa, mama. Whoa, mama. Yeah, it's poofy, dude. I was giving everyone the uh, all-natural look today. Nick, are you coming back on here, buddy? I agree, yeah. Baseball's crazy. You travel with a team of, like, what, 40, 50 people? Not just the team, but everyone involved with the team. It's nuts. Let's see if we can get Nick Grace back on here. Where you at, Nick? Take off your shirt. No. Splash, you got to go to OnlyFans for that. You gotta pay for that. No, not going to, guys. You gotta go to Patreon for that. Send me a Venmo. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, guys. Y'all are wild. Freaks. Bunch of freaks. Oh my god. Oh my god. You guys are crazy. Oh my god. Hey, Nick. Yo, what's up? I'm not going to continue until you take your shirt off. Hey! Nip slip! wilding out, bro. Nip slip! wilding out. Hell yeah, let's see the other one. Hey! Jesus Christ. I don't know. You guys are wild. I don't know what happened there, but I got kicked off. <laughs> Caitlin gave me $5 on Venmo. Did she really? Yes! <laughs> oh my god, Caitlin. Oh, that's you are amazing. Crazy. Okay, Shane, calm down, buddy. That is amazing. God, you guys are crazy. I don't even know where where we were with our conversation. This is getting nuts, bro. Oh, we were about to start the last dance. Internet goes out. Everyone's trying to see my nipples. Hey, who can blame them? This is ridiculous. (laughs) Thanks. My girlfriend says you have great nipples. There you go. Hey, what's up, Maddie? What a time to join. Okay, so last dance, basketball talk. 
Um, Episode nine. Reggie Miller, dude. Yeah. Yeah, good question. Where's Steph? She's saying you're not on the thing. Yeah. I'm roasting my girlfriend here. Um, I'll buy you a dirty chai with that money. Oh, my God. Okay. Everyone keeps talking. About, okay, I got to avoid that. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the Last Dance Reggie Miller episode, mm-hmm. or the Reggie Miller opening, Yeah, that was awesome. Sure was. Um, As a... Yeah. Did you grow up a Pacers fan? No. No. I grew up a Michael a Michael and a Bulls fan, dude. That's right. That's right. Because Missouri doesn't have a basketball team. And there for a while, <laughs> I, I did jump team. on the... Uh, I did jump on the uh, Shaquille O'Neal train there for a bit. I really loved Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway... Everyone's just talking about nipples <laughs> on our thread right now. This is, yeah, this, one, this is the craziest podcast we've done. <laughs> this, it started out with our angry Midwest talk, and now we're just talking about nipples in Reggie Miller. Hey, they go together. Um, <clears throat> dude, I kind of wish Reggie would have gotten, gotten one, bro. Gotten one ring. I'm glad he didn't. I never really liked Reggie. No? Nope. Never, I never really liked him. He's a great basketball player, but... Skill-wise, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I never really liked him. And I, that's probably because I was a Pistons fan. And a Bulls fan in between being a Pistons fan. Um, yeah, I'm okay with it. But pretty interesting because I guess I, I was too young to realize how intense that little sort of short-lived rivalry was. Because when I think of the Bulls, I think of the Pistons, and then I think of the Knicks. Yeah. And I didn't really, I didn't realize that the Pacers were as stacked as they were. So that was that was cool. Um, Takeaway from that uh, series, and then skipping ahead to episode ten, that series with the Jazz, um, the class that showed between competitors is just unreal. They just go hard mm-hmm. on the court and try to kill each other, and then afterwards. Before press conferences, and they're just waiting. They're hanging out in the same spot, and they're shaking hands. I know. They're being cordial. They're talking. Um, funniest part probably of episode nine was when he calls Larry Bird a bitch and says that now he gets to work on oh, his man. golf game. Oh god! I know. So fucking funny. That's hilarious. But episode nine was that <clears throat> was second emotional most emotional episode for, behind the one about his dad. I would say for me, mm-hmm. um, because it's about Steve Kerr's dad as well. Yeah. And for people that don't aren't familiar with the, that situation, Steve Kerr was a Chicago Bulls player, current coach of the of the Golden State Warriors. But when he was in college, his father was murdered in Beirut, just shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and. God, that was a really sad thing for them to recap. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that about Steve Kerr's family. That's crazy. And um, maybe even a little bit more sad was that the fact that Steve and Mike, having both lost their dads to gun violence, essentially, although very differently, different reasons yeah. behind it, um, and they lost them way too soon, never... never got a chance to talk about it because that's just not how 
that relationship really worked. Yeah. And that kind of hurt a little bit. Uh, I loved swearing Karen. I don't know why she doesn't have a meme from oh, episode dude. nine. Anyone that's been following the last dance, that that um, yeah, episode nine, the she's like the epitome of a Karen. Uh, they had her the camera on her for a good like ten seconds, yes, yeah, like twice, and and just swearing like a pirate. Oh my god! Uh, and just looked like every white suburban mom yep. ever. Yep. Just at uh, the top of phenomenal. her lungs, just calling someone. I think she called someone an asshole or something. It was filthy. Dirty. Yeah, Utah Jazz, Utah Dirty. Jazz fans. No, that was Pacers. Uh, oh, it was Pacers. That was the Pacers. Oh shit. Yeah. I just, I guess, I, I grouped them together because, because everybody, everybody yeah. knows that Utah Jazz fans are. I'm not gonna say Milky they're White. all Milky White. right, but I'm also not gonna say they're all racist. But they're known for their racism. Dude, how crazy is it that the entire state of Utah, especially Salt Lake City, is operated, is ran by the Church of Mormon? The Mormon fucking church. That's crazy, dude. Dude, I don't... Why would anyone ever want to live in Utah? That's what I was going to say. I was like... And, and their they... beers their beers have to be under 5%, dude. Don't you... What? Yeah. All the beer in the state has to be under 5%? Yeah. And they have, they have, when you get a drink in Utah, you have to order food, like substantial food. And they want, they have a mechanism on their liquor bottles when they pour, that pour the right amount. And you can't do like a beer and a shot combo. That doesn't exist. You do a beer and food or a shot and food. Insanity. And then what, and then when you're done with your drink, you can, yeah, it's dude, it's. Insanity. Who, but. If ever there was going to be a population living there, it would be that population. I've met some really nice Mormons. I will say that. But they're... I knew, I knew, I knew some in high school. They were pretty nice. But also, off? Mormon, it's pretty <laughs> fucking weird, man. Yeah. It's weird. Off? Uh, oh, yeah. Robert said the pizza boy yeah. poisoned MJ. Interesting. It is pretty gnarly. Interesting to, to learn that it was... The, technically the food poisoning game rather than the flu game although i will always refer to it as the flu game because that's just what it yeah. was to me i mean there's there's the flu game shoes there's just whatever but um, there's so many theories about uh about how he got sick or he was hung over or whatever yeah yeah. And I saw I saw he's, that the He still went the fuck off though. The guy who made the pizza was like, "Whoa, I did not I did not uh fucking food poison Michael Jordan and all all this shit and this is a lie and everything and like I made the pizza and I was just like I was like, "You know, you don't have to intentionally poison someone's food for them to get food poisoning. Shit happens." Yeah. Just happened to the goat. And he overcomes that shit. Because what does Michael Jordan do? He fucking overcomes everything. <laughs> uh, what else, so dude? That was, that was essentially episode 9. Um, episode 10, uh, I've got written down classic competitors showed. We, we kind of talked about that already. Um, Dennis taking a break in the middle of the finals. We talked about that. Right. Just insane. And the amount of covering that Phil had to do for that crazy bro this this like underlying 
thing about this whole series is that you got to see why Phil is the coach that he is. Mm-hmm. To manage all those egos, all those characters, like he did, is insane. And you have yeah. to be able to, depending on the scenario, you have to be able to come at everybody differently. So there was times yeah. where they'd be in the huddles and he would like he'd basically let them coach it. There'd be times when they'd be in the huddles and he'd be yelling and swearing at everybody to fucking focus. It was just it was interesting. It was mm-hmm. it was cool. And then Scotty's back. And the amount of shit that Scotty went through to get through game six is just crazy. Yeah. The dude could barely move. Barely move. And he was just out there being uh, uh, a decoy. And he got the job yeah. done. And I would assume that the reason, a big factor, I think that he did it because I do think Scotty's really tough. But I would assume that a big factor in why he, uh, he insisted that he would be out there playing was because he got a lot of shit from, we even know from Michael Jordan. He got a lot of shit from Michael for his migraine game against the Pistons. Yeah. And I don't think Scotty was going to let something, another thing hang over him like that. And you really feel for Scotty because, God damn it, every time they get to like the most important game of the year, his body fails him. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Um,. But they did what they needed to do to win. So it's like, that's always the argument, right? Yeah. If, you know, working on an injury or your, you know, your leader's a big asshole, but you win a championship. It's like, I think most people take the but we won the, the ring, the ring, yo. Yeah. What does he say to to Tex Winter in the locker room? Uh, oh, what, Tex, Tex no goes, thing? are you going to be slipping all over in those shoes? And he goes, the only thing I'm going to be sliding is a ring on that finger. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And then they lost the game, but then they won the next one. Yeah. Um, this series is just absolutely incredible. Thankfully, it didn't end with episode 10 because, like we said, we got game six, which you all know how game 6 went but it was all from different camera angles none of the none of the tv yeah. broadcast and wow was it beautiful dude some incredible shots that they that they put in into that what did you think of it hell yeah i still got to finish it so i had a i had a kind of a busy night last night but um Ooh. yeah yeah right um it was awesome though the the shot like uh what, like a, a film, essentially. It'd be crazy to see more sporting events like that. Yeah. It was great to... I don't know if you could do, I don't know if you could do it live. I mean, that would be a ton of work. Right? You'd have to have way more people yeah, doing that. Yeah, the amount of camera people you'd have to have and then producers and directors on doing it the whole time would be insane. But um, if they were to do that, I think it was you that was saying that, but maybe it wasn't, so I'm sorry if I... I'm not giving credit where I'm supposed to be giving credit, but um, if they were to do that for big games all throughout the past, if they had the footage for other big games, of course we'd watch that. Of course we would. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. just, it was stunning. Yeah. And and that speaks to, like, how stunning it was. Everybody knew what was going to happen the whole time. But then at the end, you're just kind of like, oh, shit. The Bulls are, like fucking losing how are they gonna pull the, how are they gonna pull this off um even knowing that they will but 
my overall takeaways outside of the memes, outside of the fashion, outside of the soundtrack, and outside of the fact that MJ was robbed of a best actor for Space Jam <laughs> was the the relationship between a father and a son was sort of the underlying mm-hmm. one of the underlying themes for the whole thing between Michael and his father, between Michael and Gus, the the his security team, and then uh, Steve and his father, mm-hmm. and the importance of it. And we were talking about us afterwards about how that's sort of a big connection for us to the Bulls and Michael Jordan as kids. A lot of our memories, because of the age we were in, we connect our fathers yeah. to those memories as well and learning the game and everything like that. And, and that's why I think it became such an... Maybe that's why there was such an emotional connection to it or it fed into the emotional connection to it and the story. Um, yeah, I mean, this nostalgia plays a lot of... Uh, a big part in that, you know, in our interest in the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, definitely struck a chord. Really well done. I wonder if there's any like deleted scenes that they'll put out. Or oh, I'm sure they've got uh, hours you know, and hours. An- of another ep- another episode. It'd be. I would. Oh my god! I can't. I can't wait. I bet you they do. I mean, quite honestly, what else are you gonna? We're not. We're not gonna be watching Korean <laughs> fucking baseball. Let's fucking watch some more episodes of this, dude. Those broadcasts have been pretty bizarre too, because sure. the uh, you know a lot of the commentators are I think are you know ESPN or you know American based commentators and so you can tell they're kind of struggling to <laughs> mm-hmm. call the games. Yeah, I think um, the big the big argument this whole time is like our generation saying Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player of all time and the younger generation saying LeBron James is. And I think it really just comes down to the principles that you build your life upon. Both are great. Both very much exemplify the era of the people who think that they're the best. So for sure, people who grew up and know Michael Jordan to be the best basketball player of all time, because he is, we agree with the, <laughs> the principles of working your ass off and putting... putting um, success as the number one thing not individual accolades but success i need to win and everything else will come secondary and i won't stop until i've done that and the new way the new era it's winning and success is the second thing the first thing is how do i look and how do i appear in this whole thing and it's not really that either is wrong i think i i tend to believe that the new the uh, the latter is wrong but that's just because it's not my era and I think you might be a product of whatever that is, but um, you got two minutes, buddy. Cool. The importance of and the fallibility of the ego is something to take away from this about how it can push you to be better than you're probably capable of, but how it yeah. can also, in the case of the Bulls, literally tear apart the greatest franchise ever because nobody was willing to kind of take a back seat and not receive the credit. And then the fact that MJ's life or at least the way that it worked, and probably because social media didn't exist back then, it's sort of the last kind of thing that takes on this legendary sort of mystique and has like a mythic character. It's a hero's journey. There's, we know that he got cut from his basketball team, and then he went to college, and then he hits this shot, and then he, like his, he fights against these bad boys in Detroit, and then he gets through that, then his dad dies, and it's just one after the other, and it's this mythic journey 
that really it's makes a beautiful beautiful story um and yeah. that's this week in basketball any shout outs we got to do man uh we got 30 seconds Nick. oh real quick shout out Vinny's barbershop um they they are oh, no longer man. a business because of this and that was our barbershop for the longest time and they're fantastic and everybody that worked there was fantastic and it's heartbreaking that they're no longer operating i know um that's it but i want to leave on a good note thank you once again for listening to another shitty podcast quarantine edition i'm nick grace that was trent bruce if you want to catch our show you can watch it live on instagram live every thursday at noon pacific time if you want to listen to the show you can go to any podcast streaming service such as apple stitcher spotify various others and you can type in another shitty podcast or the name Nick Grace or Trent Bruce, and there we will be. And if, for whatever reason, you can't find us by typing that in, like if you're on Stitcher, just type in another asterisk, 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 asterisk Y podcast, and there we are for that. Wow, the last dance was incredible. Can't wait to see you guys next week. And Lolo Jones... Keep on keeping on. Right here, right now.